Good morning and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the east side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. I almost said guest again. I did that like two weeks ago where I introduced myself as a guest. (laughs) Clearly, I'm in summer vacation mode, (laughs) but uh, that's okay because I'm excited to be here today. We've got a great guest that we will chat with today, but before we do that, I always like to give you a little real estate update. And the update for this week is if you are a seller with your property on the market, make sure it is in tip top shape this weekend. I think it's going to be super busy. Whenever we log on to the multiple listing service as agents, we've got a dashboard on there and it tells us for that day how many new listings have come on the market and how many have gone pending, meaning they've now received offers and they're on their way to closing. And that pending line has been growing each and every day, which is pretty typical for this week. You know, the first part of June, everybody's a little distracted, graduations, getting out of school, all of that. But this is the kind of key week of it's right before uh, the 4th of July weekend. It's on the 4th, so it kind of ends up being a long weekend. So it's right before kind of summer really kicks off. It's a great weekend if you can secure a house. You might close at the end of July, and then you have the whole month of August to get settled before kids go back to school. So buyers, get your tennis shoes on. Be ready to go because I think there's going to be some good stuff out there. And if you're a seller, again, just make sure you're in tip-top shape and that your property is available as you can make it because I think it's going to be a good weekend. I think you're going to have some good results. There you go. That's your real estate tip for the week. And without further ado, I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Dr. Jennifer Kim with Balanced Path Coaching. How are you? I am great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And thank you for making the time because our kids are out of school. You're in the Issaquah School District. You are limping your way into this whole summer thing. Your kids are not out. This is the last week of school for you. Yeah, I think we already checked out kind of last week, my kids and myself. Yeah, we're just kind of phoning it in at this point. But yeah, yeah. So it's not a lot of pressure, but you still have to like get them out of the door every day, right? Yes. Which gets harder when nobody's really that into it. Yeah. You're like, wait, no, you still have to like, let's do this. Exactly. I know. So um, good. Thanks for making the time to be here this morning. Uh, So you do life business coaching, but you come at coaching from a really unique path. Hence, probably the Balanced Path Coaching, and you've got some really cool tools. So I would love for you to just share a little bit about kind of how did you get into this and all kinds of good stuff. we got lots to talk about today. Sure. So um, I was a dentist for 15 years. Okay. And um, I was at a point in my life when I was at kind of the peak of my career. Mm -hmm. I'd accomplished everything I'd ever wanted to. I had, you know, a thriving business. I had a wonderful family, great husband, two healthy kids. I had the big house I always wanted. And, you know, most importantly, I had the financial security. Mm-hmm. Which is good, right? And right. on paper, you've got all the boxes checked. Yeah, exactly. And um, But yet I was totally miserable. And I, mm. I didn't know why. Yeah. Because everything I'd worked so hard to get, I'd gotten. And I noticed that the more successful I got, the more stressed out I got. Interesting. Yeah. And it started to affect my personal life. Mm -hmm. Um, No one on the outside could really tell. But, you know, I was constantly snapping at my husband. I had no patience for my kids and they were just being kids. And um, yeah, it just got to a point where I I was not a picnic to be around uh, (laughs) at those stressful times. And, I, you know, I think that happens for a lot of us, right? The stress happens in work. I know it happens in our house. Um, I do the same thing. I get stressed at work. But it's easier rather than fixing it at work or standing up to whoever I need to stand up. It's easier to come 
home and get a little snippy with Gary and the boys. Yeah. Which is and, not good. And they were being perfectly great. It was all me. Mm-hmm. And um, it started to affect my health. I stopped exercising regularly. I was eating unhealthily. And um, I gained a bunch of weight. And it just became this like vicious cycle that I didn't know how to get out of. Oh, wow. And I remember coming home from work on a really stressful day and the kids had gone to bed. And like raiding my kitchen pantry for that <laughs> year old Halloween candy that we all have oh. stashed somewhere, right? We all oh, have yeah. a hidden stash. I've got it. You know, ironic coming from a dentist. Mm-hmm. But that was how I dealt with my stress. And so um, I'm right there with you, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, sugar can fix a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> and so I, I realized that um, if I didn't do something, that I was probably going to end up either divorced, having no relationship with my kids, and probably really sick. So um, I. <coughs> I decided to get some help, and I ended up hiring a life coach. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought I was being ungrateful. Like, how could I not appreciate this life that I have? And she helped me realize there was nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I was just in the wrong career, Got which it. was uh, a hard thing to hear, considering how many years it had taken me to get there. Right. All the school loans and practice loans I kind of had hanging over me. Yeah. I mean, that's, that must have been tough. It was a lot. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, probably put this on myself, but the expectations of, you know, my family and my patients and my employees, it was a lot to hear, like, you picked the wrong career. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That would be really hard. It was a hard pill to swallow. But in the end, I ended up walking away from my career and it was the best decision of my life. Well, and that's, I mean, that speaks to the power and strength that you have that, a, you were willing to go talk to somebody about it because I think for all of this, when we're in it, well, I'm speaking, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm going to assume maybe other people feel the same way. Uh, we're pretty sure it's everybody else's fault, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Not my fault. It's everybody else's fault. Yeah. And then, you know, the real problems and the real solutions are hard to see when you're in it. It's easy to see it for other people, but it's hard for yourself. So you need to have, that's where coaching really can be helpful uh, but sometimes even with that, it's hard to hear the answers. Yeah. I, if it hadn't been for my coach, I don't think I would have been able to walk away. There sure. was just too much at stake. Um, so uh, interestingly enough, uh, a couple of months after I retired, I was actually diagnosed with cancer. No way. Yes. So I am really lucky because it was caught early on and I'm totally healthy now. But I realized that if I hadn't walked away when I did, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to take care of myself. Right. And I might have actually gone undiagnosed. So I feel really lucky that um, I walked away when I did. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I think there's all kinds of little magical moments in life for people. And I always am fascinated to see how it all plays out. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, It kind of confirmed my decision that I did the right thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, so then I went on this quest, like, I want to find a career that makes me excited. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to look for. And um, I tried to bunch of different things. I mean, you name it, I tried it. And mm-hmm. nothing was really exciting to me. But then I noticed when people would talk about being in jobs they hated, my, my ears would perk up. I'm like, oh, why? Like, I want to know more because I wanted to tell them, you don't have to stay in this job that makes you miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, like, save yourself. Right. And so then it hit me, you know, I want to help people the way my coach helped me. Mm-hmm. So then I decided to become a coach and I went through a coaching certification class. I love it. Yeah. And now I get to help people find jobs you're excited to go to every day and I that's a big deal it is it is and um and I also work with small business owners who 
want to have their business grow, but with that work-life balance, because that was something that I really struggled with as a dentist. That is a huge issue, or it's, I think it's a rampant thing out there yes. uh, for small business owners of how do you find your sweet spot? How do you figure mm-hmm. this all out? How do you wear all these hats? Where do you get help? All of that. Yeah. So being able to help people is huge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to report that now I absolutely love my job. And I, I feel like the luckiest person on earth that I have found something that I love to do and that I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Well, and you are exceptionally good at, you know, we know each other through um, some other business things that we've done. And you are exceptionally insightful. Thank Anytime you. we chat, I'm always like, oh, you see things a little differently than most people. <laughs> and I'm always grateful for your input uh, because it's really is. It's different and it's special and incredibly helpful. I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, Michael. Absolutely. Uh, And I love that you bring some really good tools to your coaching practice as well. In fact, uh, because I I love a good personality test. (laughs) I know. They're so fun. I think they're so fun to take. Yeah. I want to know more about myself. I know. Uh, And I suppose it's good because most of them, I'm like, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, But yeah, personally, personality tests are fun. And you work with... an assessment, mm-hmm. the, what is it, CVI assessment. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that and kind of how that plays into what you do. Yeah, so um, I decided to get, I took a bunch of different uh, personality assessments mm-hmm. in my training, and uh, they recommended, you know, you should get certified in one that you like the best. And so this one is my favorite. It's called the Core Values Index, also known as the CVI. Uh-huh. And it was originally developed for um, companies to make sure that the employees were in the right seats at work. Okay, um, but I think it's good for everybody. I've mm-hmm. given it to my kids. I mean, oh. it has opened up my eyes about myself and my kids, and all of my clients really enjoy it as well. And the reason why I really like this one is that some of the ones I've taken in the past, mm-hmm. my results will change every couple of years. Oh, sure. Makes this sense. one has a 94% repeatability rate, so you should take it in your when you're in fourth grade, and your results won't change over your lifetime. So it's really who you're at at yes. your core. Yeah, and it's different because it measures your your unchanging innate nature. Mm-hmm. So it should really never change. And um, I also like it because it highlights your strengths mm-hmm. and how you contribute best to the world and what activities at work energize and motivate you. And I love that. If you are just tuning in, we have Dr. Jennifer Kim with us on the show today. And uh, if you love a good personality test and want to find out more about how to use your strengths, she has a, you have a free test on mm-hmm. your website, yep. correct? So how do people find you if they want to go take the CVI assessment? Yes, you can just go to my website at balancedpathcoaching.com. Okay. And just uh, on the homepage, just scroll about halfway down, and it says take the free assessment. And it is the actual CVI. So it's the it's the actual version. Got it. And it takes about five to ten minutes, super easy. Um, you can take it as young as a fourth grade reading level. So um, I okay. encourage kids to take it as well. And it was an interesting test, just the words that mm-hmm. they used. And you go in and you pick your two words yeah. for each thing. Yeah. And um, it was it was interesting. Yeah, it's a super easy test. Yes. And um, I love it because when people take it and once they realize what their strengths are, mm-hmm. it makes them so much happier because then you learn what kinds of activities should you be focusing on. And then also it tells you, the areas at your lowest end, you should be spending little to no time in those areas. Mm-hmm. And I can give a good example uh, because they're draining to you and you're actually wasting your time doing those things you're not good at. Exactly. And you can hire someone else who's going to do it you know, better and faster than you. Mm-hmm. So a great example is before I took this test when I was a dentist, I used to do all my own bookkeeping because Ugh. I thought I should. Mm-hmm. And I was perfectly capable of doing it. But 
God, I hated it like so much. And so whenever it was payroll time, my family would like avoid me for half a day because I was in the worst mood. And when I took the CVI and I realized that those activities, the banking type, accounting type Mm -hmm. was like my lowest, I would have just hired a bookkeeper and been so much happier. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, and it just makes you realize that I could have, and during that time that I had spent doing bookkeeping, I could have done something I liked that I was good at, like meeting new patients, which probably would have made me more money. So it also just helps you focus in on what am I good at, focus on doing those things, and then try to do as little as possible in the things that I'm lowest in. That And I think that's great. I love that kind of the whole mentality of coaching and life and business has shifted away from the whole identify your weaknesses and figure out how to shore those up to everybody has weaknesses. Those That's just part of life. So let's move on over here to your strengths and play to those. I think that's just been a huge shift in the last five to 10 years. And I'm so appreciative of that because I think it gets, makes everybody happier. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I agree. I think we did used to focus on like, let's work on the things that there we're bad at. There was a time yeah. when that was kind of the focus. Yeah. Of, let's, yeah, highlight your weaknesses and spend all our time on that, which yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Never really worked for me. I mean, there are obviously some things in life we have to do. Absolutely. But if you, if you can hire someone else or delegate that out, um, it's just going to make your life happier, more efficient. And, you know, one of the ways that you can see it translate into business where it can actually lead to more balance mm-hmm. is, um, you know, really honing in on, you know, what am I best at in my business? Right. So I have an example of a client who um, she was working 18-hour days. Mm-hmm. And one of her goals was she wanted to spend more time with her kids. She really wanted more of that balance because she had none. And so we sat down and she took the test. We found out what she was really best at. And it turns out there was a part of her business that actually she didn't like, that she wasn't good at, that was like took the most of her time. Oh, interesting. And so she ended up letting go that part of her business mm-hmm. and just focusing on, on what she was really good at. Now she's working five-hour days down from 18. She's making the same amount of money as she did oh, before. That's a great story. Yeah, she just took a three-week trip like all at once she'd never been able to do before. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, and she's spending time with her kids. So I think sometimes we almost need that permission to say, you know what, I really don't, I'm not good at that. And just say, maybe I don't need to be doing that anymore because is it serving me? Mm -hmm. Um, Do I really want to keep doing it? And what else could I do instead of that? Right. And is it serving the client at the end of the day? So I'm curious with um, this person, how was that letting go process? Because I'm assuming there's more to it than that, right? You don't just take a test and go, oh, apparently you're not very good at that. And the next week you're like, great, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, there's always a lot of fear because I think we, and she had this fear too of, but if I let go of that, I'm losing all of that money. Mm -hmm. So I always approach it as try it for 90 days. Try it for 90 days and just see what happens. And that way, if it doesn't work out, you've only lost 90 days. Um, And then in the same time, you know, what are the things you're going to be replacing it with? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once we are able to learn to transfer energy into the stuff we like, you know, it's amazing. When you're doing what you're good at and what you love, you start to, have you noticed this? Like, oh, you absolutely. start to attract the right people and jobs and opportunities. Oh, and then these doors start to open for you. So I think as soon as you allow yourself that space, mm-hmm. um, things start to happen. And so I think it takes the leap of faith. And having a coach obviously saying, you can do this, just try it. Um, can kind of get you over that fear of, okay, am I really going to let this thing go? And then once you start to see the positives and that you have more free time, Mm because we all want that, right? I want to work less and earn more, right? Then it starts to kind of be, it just propels itself along. 
And I think that's great. And I think that's where the coaching really comes in. There's the front end stuff of, okay, let's figure out this, um, you know, kind of, (coughs) excuse me, what you want to let go of and kind of what do you want to amplify. But figuring out is only one piece of the puzzle. It's that transition slash implementation period that a coach is so highly valuable in because can get a little messy in the middle. Yes. And sometimes it's hard, I think, as individuals for us to see our own progress yeah. when we're in the messy middle. So it helps to have somebody out there to, A, highlight, hey, this is actually working. It might feel uncomfortable, but it's working. And where do you need to course correct along the way? Yeah, I mean, I've had a coach since 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, if it hadn't been for my coach, like I think I told you, I would never have left. And right. so I think the best coaches have coaches themselves because we need that mirror. We can't see ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can see other people, but it's really hard for us to, to see ourselves. And so you're right. Having someone to get you over that hard part of letting go of some stuff maybe that's not serving you anymore mm-hmm. is where a coach can be really helpful. And I think that's the part that um, sometimes people forget. That they're like, oh, I just got my answer. Now I can go implement it on my own. That, that, that's the work. Yeah. And that's where it really helps to have somebody else out yeah. there. And someone who's not, who doesn't have a vested interest, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, obviously you're you're paying them, but still sometimes having, you know, your family, even though they love you, they also are biased. And so they might have a vested interest in, they might have the fear also of you letting go of those certain things. Absolutely. Yeah. Not seeing what the positive on the other side will be for them, that they'll have more time access to you because you're going to have more free time. And so I think that for me is the best thing for that I love helping clients is just getting back more of your time for yourself. Absolutely. Well, I would say you have a vested interest, but your vested interest is in our happiness and having it all work. Right. But you're not vested in the path they take to get there or yes. what the outcome is. Right. Whereas you're right, a family, friends, relatives, they might have a little more input on how they think it should go, which may or may not be helpful. Yeah, and I think sometimes we expect either our spouses or our friends to be our cheerleaders mm-hmm. and to encourage us. And um, I don't think that that's the case because you have to be your own cheerleader for doing these kind of things because no one else knows what your vision is for the future mm-hmm. except for maybe your coach if you're working with one. And um, it's no one else's responsibility really to cheer us along the way. You have to believe it in yourself that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, if you're just tuning into the show today, we have Dr. Jennifer Kim with Balanced Path Coaching today. And we're talking all about how do you make those changes and those shifts in your career If you've got something that you're just, you're not loving it and you're frustrated, you're not enjoying work on a daily basis, but maybe you're further down the path from an age career perspective, right? I always look back to, in my 20s, I took everything so seriously. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I was wound pretty tight. But, you know, looking back now that I'm in my mid 40s, I'm like, what's, you know, you can course correct all day long in your 20s. It didn't feel like that at the time. But now I'm thinking you can do that. But you know, you start getting further in a career, you've got a family, it takes a lot to course correct. What, and sometimes it's changing careers, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's just making a pivot within what you're already doing. But having somebody like you to walk through that is huge. So if you'd like more information on reaching Dr. Jennifer Kim and her awesome assessment, like I said, I love taking this test. You can always, there's something about them, I just think they're so fun. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can always find that on the website after the show, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. So, okay, the CVI, what are the four quadrants? Can you just give us a quick overview of what those are about? Yeah, sure. Okay. So when you take the test, you're going to come up with your two highest core value energies. Okay. 
So the four energies are, and they, the names are kind of weird. They wanted to name them so that it would be applicable to any type of civilization. Okay. They kind of went back in time. So that's funny. The merchants are the ones who are the ones who are communicators, and mm-hmm. they're the ones that are all about creating those connections. And right. um, they're also visionary, so they all, always are coming up with great ideas. Okay. And then the innovators, which is your highest mm-hmm. one, those are people who are problem solvers and strategic thinkers. Mm-hmm. They're also very good at dealing with people. Um, in a business, they are especially good with like vendor relations, just knowing how to kind of go in and assess what's going on with the people and knowing the right thing to say, which mm-hmm. I would definitely say is one of your I love a good story things. problem. I yes. think that's what real estate is all about. It's yes. a story problem, right? Back from like physics or, You're right. you know, science and things like that. You've got a story problem and these are your elements. To me, that's what real estate is all about. Yeah, so, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, okay, the third one are the builders. So okay. builders are ones who people who take action. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be really good leaders. They can be a little impatient, but they're the ones who get stuff done. So I'm sure we all know people like that. Absolutely. Yes, my daughter is one of those. I think She's my definitely. husband's one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He gets it done. <laughs> yeah. Love that about him. And then the fourth one, which is kind of these are these people I think are the most least understood. They're called the bankers. Okay. So bankers are people who are all about having the most accurate knowledge and information. They're all about having things being fair and just. Mm -hmm. And their biggest help in a company is avoiding risk. Okay. So those are important people to have in your company. Oh, yes. Like your bookkeeper, your CPA. Exactly. So if you don't have a banker in your company, you could just like easily just run yourself into the ground. You Mm -hmm. need to have the bankers who are there to kind of keep you on track. So you know, every person will have a different combination of these two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting when I had my kids do this, um, they, you get to watch your little two minute video afterward. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching my daughter because she's a builder merchant. So builders oh. are leaders and she's really, really small. And I think she's always had this complex of like, I'm teeny tiny, like no one takes me seriously. Uh-huh. And yet she's won things and, you know, awards in school saying she's a leader, but I don't think she ever believed she it, see it. Uh-huh. until she saw this video and I saw her, she she kind of sat up like as she watched her results and she goes, I'm a leader. And I said, yeah, you are like the results say it right there. Mm -hmm. So she'll believe that, but she won't believe me. But I think that's, it happens in our house too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's par for the course. (laughs) And it was also, that's pretty cool though. I think it, it really changed my relationship with my son Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I've raised him. He's, you know, I've had him for 14 years, but when I saw on paper, you know, he's a really high banker, which is kind of the opposite of me. I'm Mm -hmm. a high merchant. Um, realizing that he shows his love differently than I do. Mm-hmm. He's going to show love by making sure my car's totally safe. You know, I checked all your tire pressure, your oil's good. You know, that's his way of showing love, mm-hmm. whereas I'm the one who says it all. And so right. it was really, it, it has helped our relationship as a family to understand all of our personality types. Oh, I, that's great. I love that. Reminds me of the Love Languages book. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. Yeah, and it also shows you, you know, where your highest strengths are. That's where you're strongest and also mm-hmm. where you're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so we had a conversation in our family knowing, okay, I'm a high merchant. The way that mom is vulnerable is when you say things that aren't kind. Mm-hmm. Or like with Noah, you know, if we if we discount his work, like if he's done a lot of, oh, if sure. we, you know, if we ignore it, that's what wounds him the most. So mm-hmm. it's been really helpful. And I think it's helped our family and my relationship with my husband too. Um, yeah, so it I tells you. That how we handle conflict and gives you some strategies on how to approach that. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the clients like it too, because once you know what you are, you start to look at, oh, my boss is this. So if he's a builder, I need to make sure that I'm 
getting stuff done. Absolutely. Or if he's a banker, I need to make sure I'm giving him the data and the you know analytics that they mm-hmm. want. So it kind of helps you learn how to deal with people in your life better, too. Which is so important, yeah. right? Because that happens on a daily basis. Yeah. So A, to know how to interact with them, and then B, to appreciate what they bring to the table. Yes. I think is great. For sure. Yeah. I know. I was laughing as you were talking about your 14-year-old. I had to get the boys up this morning for baseball camp, and um, Alex, the oldest one, is definitely in not a snuggly mode. So <laughs> Ryan, to get him up, I go snuggle him. I'm like, uh-huh. hey, honey, get up. Alex is the total opposite. I'm like, hey, get up or I'm going to get in there and snuggle you. He's like, okay. <laughs> Should have them take it and see. I know. You could probably guess once you read. It funny to see which one's which. Yep, yep. You can make bets. Yep, yep. <laughs> So I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. I've learned so much about what you do and the assessment and how you work with clients. And you work with clients typically, you do kind of individual coaching sessions Mm -hmm. and work with them to just kind of through their process, right? You're in it with them for whatever they need. And Yes, yes. One-to-one coaching is what I'm doing right now. I will be offering some group coaching at some point. So if anyone's interested, they can just go to my website and sign up on the contact form. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, just, I think it's great to offer both because everybody's different. Yeah. Um, you know, some people really want the one on one. Some like learning from others. Definitely. So I think that's wonderful yeah. as well. Perfect. Well, thanks for being here today. So I have to ask you because we were chatting about this before the mm-hmm. show and now it's all about summer and uh-huh. you just got back from Walla Walla. Oh, it was right? fantastic. I know. So it's the 425 show. But, you know, every now and then we leave the 425 because it's vacation time. Yeah. What were your two favorite wineries while you were there? Oh, so um, one of them is called Spring Valley, which is really far out. They have a tasting room in Walla Walla, but I highly recommend drive out, do the 30-minute drive out to their winery. And, oh, just an amazing, amazing place to have lunch. And then Figgins Winery was also my other top favorite. Oh, fantastic wine. Right, and we talked about that. Figgins is part of the Leonetti family, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a big deal if you're into Washington wines. Uh And you really can't find it in the store. Can you buy it there? In Walla Walla, can you buy yes. Figgins wine? You can buy there. But, yeah, they said that they don't really typically sell it. So I think you have to go there to actually get it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Fantastic. I know. Yeah. I love Walla. We've only been once. Yeah. But it was such a fun trip and really good food over there. And yeah. Did you have good weather? Oh, my God. It was perfect weather. Heard it was raining here and it was sunny over there. So Perfect. It was good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Jennifer. Again, we will have all of the information on the website after the show. NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. Take care, everybody. Have a great week.